Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. And now it's time to... Hey! Hey! Come here. I said, come here. Jason! Recycle. Welcome, everyone. I'm one of your hosts, David Bell. I'm a second host, Tom Ryman. Uh, and for people who don't know, this is a this is a show uh, brought to you by our wonderful Patreon producer, Dr. Dr. DNA, uh, where we are going through original films and pairing them with their remake, and we're talking about how they, you know compare that word i used yeah uh we're seeing how they measure up yeah what's better what's worse Mm -hmm. so far it's been we've we've done everything well no we haven't (laughs) done anything yet we we've done we've done two that two pairs well we've done two pairs one of the pairs was um true True Grit. grit and those kind of both matched up in different ways in in the sense of like i liked them both for different reasons and they were both they both were still kind of had the same theme yeah uh very very similar stories really there was only very few differences between them yeah after that we did amityville horror which had uh, a big difference where the new one sucked yeah the original (laughs) sucked less yeah the original just the original merely sucked less Merely sucked less. Yeah, yes. but looked like a goddamn Louvre painting next to uh, yes. the 2005 version. And now we're on to the Mummy, the Mummy specifically, specifically the 1932 yes. Boris Karloff Mummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not comparing the Tom Cruise one. We're doing the 1932, and then of course uh, the, the Brendan Fraser one. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm, I'm okay. I'm curious where you landed on this one compared to the new one because I don't know about you, Tom, but I've seen the the modern Mummy, uh, easily like fifty times. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a few times. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it that many times, but but maybe it's it's yeah. definitely close. If 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 not that number, I've seen the 1932 Mummy. Exactly one time, including this recent time. Well, let's try to... I mean, obviously, we're going to try to keep focused on this movie in this episode. Yes, but we will talk about the quality. Um, Yes, and you're right. We have to keep focused because our next episode after this will be to compare the two. Yes. And it's going to be really hard not to think of this in terms of the one that we all know and love. Yeah. Um. I guess I wanted because we we do have a section for this later, mm-hmm. uh, but I wanted to know did you, did you like this movie? Yeah, I mean I have a soft spot for all the classic Universal monster movies, okay. um, and I think this one is pretty has some pretty cool stuff in it. It's it you know it suffers from a pr- the same problems that a lot of movies. I mean, if not every movie from this era uh, had, which is it's still. Like this, we're, we're talking. This is 1932, so like cinema is in its infancy still. Yeah. So productions are still treated kind of like theater. So there's a lot of people just talking in rooms. Um, but that's yeah, that's every movie from this time. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a pre-code movie. It's before the MP. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. MPA so there's a little, there's a little bit of um, there's some gnarly violence in it that you might not expect um little risque in some in some spots they speak pretty explicitly about sex um yeah uh, it and it's not i mean it's 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 it sounds funny to talk about that stuff like it's like ooh taboo because it's like the most chaste version uh of mm-hmm. these themes that you could have like uh, but you know if, when you when you think about old movies you tend to think about them being puritanical and fussily chaste and, and, right. and this one this one is a little, uh, it's a little darker than you might expect. Mm, looser, uh, looser. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a main character who she's just surrounded by the worst men. T- yeah, uh, her choice including of men. the mummy. Including her choice the of mummy. men is a rotting, toxic demon and, the and mummy. a reanimated yeah. mummy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were going to make the same joke. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, her, um, her, her love interest is a real dickhead. Like, yeah. A real piece of shit. So... Part of this is probably skewed because I tried to do the thing we're talking about. I tried to pretend like the Brendan Fraser film didn't exist. Um, I I I guess what I'm getting at is I th- I thought this movie was dumb. I, I except for one scene. Um, there's one scene I really liked, and the rest of the movie I was like, eh. Like, and I know it's old, mm-hmm. and I factored that into it uh, because I watch plenty of old movies yeah. that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh. I, I don't know. It, I I thought this was like just kind of schlock. It was it was it it didn't do much that was very creative or that felt like uh, uh, interesting. Uh, we'll get into it though. Well, we'll let's let's get into the plot. That's okay. our first section. Is where yeah. we talk about the plot. Uh, it starts with a goddamn uh, text. Uh, this is the scroll of Thoth. Thoth, yeah. Uh, uh, Heron set down the magic words by which I, um, Isis raised Osiris from the dead, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's this scroll mm-hmm. that the that the that the makes the mummy. Yeah, right? it, intru- it It the movie begins by introducing us to this concept. The the movie's MacGuffin, yeah. kind of, not really, but sort well, of the uh, I, I, the scroll that can reanimate the dead. Right. The movie technically starts by rocketing around the pyramids at 400 miles per hour mm-hmm. um, in this model shot, which is a good shot. It's of, dope, of, yeah. Yeah, the showing the mummy. Um, very familiar music playing. It's Swan Lake. Yeah, that's <laughs> they, okay. That they makes use sense. The, they use it for Dracula, too. Early. It's like, do, 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 yeah. do. It's that song. Um, <clears> it's an expedition by the British Museum in 1921. Um, they, they're just in the room with the mummy. It's a bunch of honkies. Uh, uh, they, uh, they find, they find the, uh, the mummy that he says that, oh, it looks like it died in some sensationally unpleasant manner. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't embalmed. Like it was, it's, it's clear he was buried alive. Like the, the prayers have been gouged off of, off of his coffin. So he's like, he's doomed to like an eternity of hell. Uh, yeah. And he's buried with this chest that has this curse on it. That's like, don't fucking open this chest. Sentence to death in this world and the next is what's written on the. Thing. Yeah, it's pretty dope, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, intense. and it's like once you learn what he did, which we'll get to. I was like, that's a that's a bit of an overreaction, but sure. Um, they soften it, it a little bit in the. Oh, not soften well, it, but they make it less about. Without well, comparing it to yeah, the without new com- one. Without comparing it. It's- Spo- spoilers, all the mummy did was he tried to resurrect his loved one with the scroll. Yeah. And then his own dad is like, you must be buried alive. And I'd be like, dude. Not, not his dad. That's the... Uh, I thought, it, I thought it, it was his dad. No, it's the pharaoh. It was the um, the uh, Anuxinamun's dad. Oh, okay. Okay. The person he was trying to resurrect. The person he was trying to resurrect. Okay. It's the same name, Imhotep and Anuxinamun. Imhotep. Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah. He was just trying to bring her back to life, but it was, it's sacrilegious, like extremely sacrilegious. Right. I would argue what they do to him is also sacrilegious. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like again, feels like an overreaction. When we see his like embalming scene is genuinely upsetting. Oh yeah. They did. (laughs) Like they're just wrapping him up and he's just like, I mean, Boris Karloff is a great actor. Yes. Uh, and he his performance of the mummy in the movie is, is very interesting. Um, but yeah, during that scene, he's just selling it with just his this these panicked eyes as his face is slowly being wrapped up uh, in these in these wrappings. Right. It's a really good sequence. But this it's very much this movie starts like a modern horror where they don't they just get to it. Yeah. Uh, in the first scene, the mummy comes alive. Uh, and um, it's I in my opinion, probably the best sequence of the movie. That's. I didn't want to get to this, but that was going to be the scene that I said yeah. is the one scene that I really like. The guy sees the mummy come to life, and they do an interesting thing because even though we mentioned that 
this is pre-code, so they could get away. Like, this is before there were ratings and stuff. So they could, like, they you could have nudity and violence in movies in, in 1932. There wasn't a code or, or a rating system or anything. And some movies did in America. Yeah. Um, but rather than do, like, the mummy murdering anybody or, like, this really, over, any, any kind of, like, monster movie stuff, it just has a guy crack. Like, he sees the mummy. Yeah, you don't see the laughing. mummy. Yeah. The mummy walks out and the guy just cracks and it's very, um, very effective. Yeah. I love that their effect, like, they're like, we shouldn't open this. There's a curse on it. And it's like, come on, you're the British Museum. Like, when has that stopped you? Yeah. Uh, what, what do you care about any of that? Um, so, yeah. So one guy is like, we shouldn't do this. The uh, assistant opens it. Yeah. Creates the mummy curse. Um, they... Uh, I, I, so we cut to years later, right? 10 years um, later. Yep. 10 years later. By the way, throughout this, they keep talking about the British Museum working for science. And I was like, <laughs> you're grave. Well, there's, well, yeah, there's <laughs> one. Like we, we flash forward as we meet, uh, the, the, one of the, the lead archaeologist in the, in the opening scene is Sir Wemple. And then we flash forward 10 years and we meet his son, Frank Wemple. And Frank is so fucking butthurt that they have like he at one there's literally a scene where he bitches about the fact that they have to leave all of the artifacts they excavated in in the museum in cairo he's like we're not able to take them back to the british museum and he's like bitching about it like we're supposed to be on his side yeah and the guy's like remember we're we're about science not right like his his organization and it's like are you though yeah you you're going into this per these other these people's country and you're digging up their graves like his dad has to like reassure him like no it's the agreement we made and it's in the name of science so it's like he's like he has to like even though he's like he's he's like accidentally morally correct because he's right. argu- he's arguing for the correct thing, but he's arguing arguing for it by saying, "Well, we have to be British gentlemen because we made an agreement." Right, like, like he's acknowledging that they're getting screwed over in the deal, even though they're not. Yeah, they're <laughs> absolutely like, not. Why does any of this? Be- why do you think any of this <laughs> belongs to you? Um. So. Anyway. <laughs> So they're hanging out, and a mysterious gentleman shows up. <laughs> this, is the, this made me so... This I found this so funny. This guy shows up with wrinkly skin, and he's like, Hello, I am uh, Mr. Mum E. Art of uh, Bay. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just, oh, it's the mummy. Yeah. Uh, and he, he just shows up, and he's like, I would like to uh, tell you about where you could dig up more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a mummy. But uh, I, I have this knowledge, uh, not a mummy, yeah. if you can, I, it's just, I know, it's, I know it's, he it's, doesn't look like a mummy. It's just when I realized when the they start with the scene of the mummy leaving the tomb and then they cut to 10 years later and the mummy walks in in a suit and he's just speaking English. And I, that made me very, uh, very tickled. Yeah. I mean, he's not wearing a suit. He's wearing like, he's linen. wearing a, he's wearing he's, people clothes. He's just wearing people clothes and a fez, but like, yeah. I yeah I was gonna push back against it a little bit. It is like obviously it's kind of funny <laughs> when you think about like what's he been doing for the past. Yeah, years. what's this mummy been up but, to? But uh, it's I like what they do here. Like it's it's not like you know he's the mummy, but it's not like in a. I th- I think they I think considering the time and considering like people seeing this movie didn't have the the pre-existing knowledge of having already seen the 1999 remake so it's like they do this character where it's like there's something off about him like he's got a little like his skin looks a little weird he doesn't like to be touched he moves very very slowly and deliberately and speaks very slowly and deliberately he also Um, yeah he also looks like the mummy we saw um and i want to get to that in the next section that's one of one of the few mistakes i think they made um uh uh in the terms of the filmmaking but like because we see the mummy's face in the first scene Mm -hmm. and then this fucker walks in and i'm just like hey that's the guy that's the mummy from the scene before um yeah they don't really attempt to hide it and that's because like the like the (laughs) Like the these fussy British gentlemen kind of immediately find him out, like halfway through the movie, like or not yeah. even halfway through the movie, they know he's the mummy. 
Um, it's very funny to think like, oh, wait a second. We've been working for a mummy this whole yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, I don't know. They, they, there was, they didn't try to disguise the fact that Ardith Bay is the mummy. No. So and, rather they had Karlov, they, they, they gave him some makeup. They really heightened his eyes because he had these intense eyes and they just let him kind of do this interesting performance. Mm-hmm. Um, so that he seems otherworldly and creepy, and I, you know, I, 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 even though he's obviously the mummy, I still enjoy this approach to the character. It's it's. It, here's the thing: is I, if I were the mummy, mm-hmm. I would. This is what I would do. I'd be like, oh, these honky bastards are just digging up everything. I'll just go to them and tell them to dig. Like, yeah, he, I, don't, yeah, he, I don't need to, I don't need to hypnotize anybody. Yeah. I can just tell these British. Yeah, just tell them where to dig. Where yeah. to dig. Cause there's a line uh, like he's, he can't, he's not, he is like supernaturally not able to dig up. He's just, he's simply right. not able to. It's, it's, there is a, a force that is keeping him from doing it. Right. It's just without referencing, I don't know, another movie. Uh, uh, it's it's less scary to do it this way than than having like for example the mummy being doing his own thing and them trying to stop him or something like that um because the mummy is like that's the shocking thing about this movie the mummy is just there a lot like hanging out with them mm-hmm. uh just having conversations the mummy's trying with to keep them. a low profile in this movie like this yeah. it's this is from an older style of of writing as well yeah where it's less about the the horror or the villain being like aggressively out in the open and in your face he's trying to get by like undetected right but he's also it's it's it reminds me of dracula like it feels like that's what they were going yes, for yes 100 percent. yeah yeah where dracula is like you know he has like the guy do the, the fucking like do the legal shit like he's trying to buy property mm-hmm. um he doesn't want to let people know he's a vampire because as soon as they figure out he's a vampire they gang up on him and kill him right but it's just with dracula it made sense in my head because he looks like a dude vampires often you know the whole thing about vampires is they interact with the real world mm-hmm. to me this was like the wolfman opening a small business <laughs> as the wolfman you know what i mean where it's like he's a fucking mummy what is he doing sort um, of it's there he's more like, like mummies he's, a, he's like a reanimated corpse like i yes I, we're gonna get into that too as well i i really liked that idea like that actually i thought was creepy it's a different version it's of a what different version you of what imagine a mummy, a mummy yeah. would be. That's what it comes down to. Because he's is that, literally just like a revivified corpse. Like he doesn't yeah. want to touch people because he sheds corp dusts, corpse dust. Yeah, yeah, he's him. gross. He's gross. And like that, they, there's an. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, he's a corpse that he dressed himself up in people clothes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's just like go dig in this area, and they're like, sure, not mummy. Um. Meanwhile, he starts, there's this lady, um, what's her fucking name? Is it Helen? Yeah, Helen, Helen Grosvenor. Yeah, Helen Grosvenor. Very British name. Right, and they keep saying uh, she's half Egyptian, which is the funniest fucking thing yeah. in the world. It's like, it's no, like you're not. <laughs> no, ma'am, you are, you are absolutely not. Um, and so she gets drawn to the museum or wherever the mummy is. Where's the mummy? Mummy's just in Cairo. Um, yeah there, she's she gets, she's hanging out in cairo because like she's like the governor's daughter or some shit i forget yeah she's just this rich rich broad um, yeah but she she does wait she doesn't meet imhotep until he comes to her house to speak to the professor no no it, or, like he detects he, it all right she okay he starts doing his spell yeah he draws her to him right sort of she feel when he's doing his spell okay so the mummy has the british dudes dig up the body of an oxenamon and he tries to use the scroll to revive her, uh, but it doesn't work. Uh, and it instead connects to this Helen lady because she is the distant uh, descendant of Anuxinamun. And she like gets like this spiritual antenna going off in her head and he detects it too. So then he comes to her first. Mm-hmm. He comes to her house. And then, okay. that, and then that's when like Wemple and the there's like their occult scientist dr miller are like this guy's a fucking mummy <laughs> like like immediately right. like this guy's a fucking mummy yeah did you see that man <laughs> yeah that is a mummy that is a you guys mummy. are working with a mummy yeah um 
I just remember he draws her to I thought the museum, um, and I that would make sense. He does. He does late. The like, body's he, at the museum when he leaves that night. She wanders out. Oh wait, no wait. Okay, no. It's when he's doing. You're right. You're right. It's when he was doing the prayer. She wanders to the museum and yeah. collapses, and then uh, fucking and Captain th- Frank Wemple dipshit. I was about to say something way more horrifying happens right than she, had she made it to the mummy she gets carried she, home by the hand our handsy hero yeah who gets really close to her tells her that he thought the mummy was sexy that he uncovered yeah and then says the mummy looks like her yeah and it's like we need to invent mace now yeah like she needs to go invent mace come back and mace him mm-hmm. uh he didn't take her to the hospital. No, no, they, don't, they don't do that. You don't take yeah, he, women to the hospital at this time. Yeah, he gets close to her face and says, you really want to know why I didn't take you to the hospital? It's an entirely new horror movie, yeah. like, is what's happening to her. Um, And he, uh, he, he goes in for the kiss. And since it's the 1930s, she's totally into it, but yeah. it takes some And they're instantly talking about fucking. She's like, we're going to make love now, right here on this yeah. couch. And I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then but the yeah, mummy she, walks in. <laughs> thank God she's into it, I guess, because yeah, yeah. She has, she's like stuck between two haunting individuals. Uh, what's this guy's name? This fucking... Frank Wemple. Ugh. Christ. He's the son of the of the archaeologist that dug up Imhotep ten years prior. Right. He's he has no redeeming quality. His only redeeming quality <laughs> is that he's handsome. Like he has got. Yeah. There's nothing else going on. Yeah. He is. He's like a real Zap Brannigan. Yeah. Like it's, he's, he's like, like a real sex creep. He's a sex creep. He's completely scornful of Egyptian yeah. culture. Like he just he's a real piece of shit. And he's <laughs> supposed to be our male hero. Right. Although, to the film's credit, Helen ends up saving herself and the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for her. So that was nice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's also Deus Ex Machina, right? Like, they do the... Yeah. yeah. Um, So, I love the mummy confrontation scene, because they basically just, like, sit him down, and they're like, so are you So, listen, we know you're a mummy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, what of it? Yeah. yeah, Basically, that's how he responds. He's like, "Uh uh-huh, and what the fuck are you going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the old a, and the, the, these these doddering old British uh, academics are like, shit, he's got us there. We can't do anything to yeah. him. <laughs> I would at least be like, look, uh, can we like interview you? <laughs> like, this is pretty big for us, right? He doesn't really want much. He's not yeah. trying to take over the world. He wants to bring his dead lover back to life. Yeah, and, like, and the British, they're like, yeah, we've done worse. You know, like We've done way worse. We did <laughs> yeah. way worse today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just this morning, I did way worse. Yeah. So yeah, I guess let's uh, let's chat with this mummy. Let's give him give him a lady to the sacrifice, and we'll we'll, we'll have yeah. Our I mean own that th- obviously that's the issue is that he he in order to resurrect Anaxinamon the way he wants to, uh, he <laughs> he wants to murder Helen and then bring her back to life so that she will right. be a forever mummy alongside him. But you know these British people were like, "Oh yeah, you can sacrifice." Wait, a white woman? Oh no! Sorry. Oh hell no! Can't, that that can't happen. We can't do that. Yeah. No, sorry about that. We thought you meant one of these gonna, brown people. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're gonna. I guess we're gonna have to kill you, mummy. We're, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to intervene here. Yeah, but he shows her. So he shows her his origin, his magic hot tub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and that's when we. <laughs> I love that scene because she walks into Ardith Bay's house. And she's like, there's not a single modern thing in here. And I'm like, it's loaded with modern things. (laughs) (laughs) Just because he has like a few few, uh, ancient Egyptian artifacts in his parlor. And she's like, there's nothing modern in this room. And it's like, lady. I've been transported 3,000 years to the past. (laughs) He's got a fucking radio. He doesn't really have a radio, but like. But it's, it's, like, a, it's also it's a it's a period appropriate room and she's like my yeah. god i've been transported to the past she's like a bunch of egyptian artifacts from an old man in egypt weird like mm-hmm. it's just yeah where else are you gonna find that shit yeah um and so uh yeah he he stole the magic scroll tried to bring his, his, his lady friend back to life 
and then the the pharaoh was like we're gonna give you the worst possible right. punishment the pharaoh turbo executes him yeah we're gonna bury you alive for failing to just for stealing a scroll and like maybe doing the dark arp stuff but it's, i was thinking like why do you keep that scroll there if you don't want people to use it it's it's sacred i don't know it's it's the same it's the same mentality of burning people at the stake it's just it's it was considered extremely sacrilegious so they they fucking fucked him up maybe this is the equivalent of a fine where they're like yeah we bury everybody alive that's what we do like if you if we if you park wrong we're gonna bury you alive that's just what we do but like it just seems very harsh um it seems harsh in 2021 i'm saying like it's like it's like the height of sacrilege back then yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's fair. They're gonna fuck him up for that. <laughs> yeah, this is like if you tried to steal the Declaration of Independence, and like, pretty much, yeah, yeah, we'd we'd bury Nicolas Cage alive. For we that. would, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I remember, I, remember, I, I I'm vague on what happens after this. I do remember, or at least my notes are vague. Um, him smashing a glass open with his arm to get into an exhibit, yeah, which I thought was sweet. a very it's a very funny thing for a mummy to do. Yeah, they, they, there's a couple of uh, quick glimpses of his super strength. Like, we see the aftermath of he has bent bars open to get inside the museum. Right. And, and yeah, in the scene, he just fucking punches through these display yeah. cases like it's nothing. It's like, don't you have, like, magic? All right. I guess, he does. I guess that, that well, works. That there's a couple work. of things that happen in between. Like, uh, he, kills, he kills her dog. Uh, I forget why. Because it like knows he's dead or something, yeah, uh, but like, so the the all the the our, our our three doddering British idiots, the two old men and Frank Wemple, are like trying to figure out what to do about this mummy. The mummy uses his magic to kill the elder Wemple. He gives him a heart attack, right. um, and steals the scroll. He tries to kill the younger Wemple, who who gets to this Isis charm in time to ward off the magic, but he almost kills him. Uh, then. He abducts um, Helen and takes her to the museum to get her ready for the ritual. And she's like, both spirits are within her at once. Like she's both Anaximun and Helen at the same time. And she's kind of at war with that. And as Anaximun, she rejects him. Like when she realizes what his plan is, like his plan is he's going to murder the fucking shit out of her, like embalm her right. and dip her in like gold and shit. Yeah, it's like, it's like really fucked what he's about to do. I was very confused by this because she's basically like, I don't want to die. I'm mm-hmm. your lover. I look exactly like her. What's the problem, mummy? Like, can we just live together now get a get a place and he's like Like, no you've got to be he's he's like i suffered for thousands of years for you this is just going to be real quick it'll be totally cool and then we'll be able to be together forever right she when she rejects him she goes on this tirade and it's 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 the this dialogue is interspersed with this imagery of like he's got his servant like stirring up this pot of goo that they're going to dip her in and like these embalming knives and it's really creepy and she starts shrieking at like freaking out like she's like you're dead you're a dead thing and you're trying to make me a dead thing as well and that that really that really like creeped me out it's creepy but i yeah. don't understand what he wants still he wants her to be alive forever and this is the way he knows how to do it. Oh, uh, okay. Like he's going he's gonna to kill her so that he can then resurrect her and then she will live forever with him. Yeah, because I was be like, fucking I was like, it was like, what is the problem? She's, she's there. Like it's, yeah, she's DTS, soul is man. there. Yeah. 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 You don't have to kill her. No, nah, he's and, dead like, set on it. Like again, he's got, he got greedy. He got bo- greedy. Well, again, both of, both of her, uh, suitors in this film are fucking assholes. Yeah, they really so. are. Um, he's like no 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 no. you gotta be a mummy like me or else we can't be together yeah and I do like the detail of the actual resurrected lover is like no Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that yeah why would I do that you're an actual corpse and like she grabs him and like his skin comes off in her hand like it's it's a good detail like the it's thinking realizing that what the mummy is is just a corpse that has uh, uh it's, it's just it's been revivified so it's like kind of moving around under its own power but it's still a corpse yeah. it's a corpse with like fantasia magic yeah just like a, cor- like like a remote a controlled around. corpse yeah it's like yeah. it's kind of alive but it's still like this uh, uh, like un 
unnatural husk that's shambling around. That's like yeah. that's that's creepy. Oh yeah, that's and like great. what what kind of jizz is he gonna throw out at her? No, I don't I think gonna, any. That's gonna that's gonna be some any haunted kind of concoction coming out of his, I think, his dick. L- listen, if we're if we want to be real about it, it's whatever he still has in there, and then nothing else ever again. That's true. Just dust. He's got one. Yeah, he's got one jizz in him, mm-hmm. and it's probably uh, that, that jizz. Know, jizz has been curdling for three thousand years. Exactly. And after that, it's just going to be like, <laughs> like dust. Yeah, exactly. After that, it's nothing. Just the, with, so, thinking about them having weird papery corpse sex is just ew. Gross. Yeah, it's not fun. Probably beetles. Um, it's probably got beetles inside of them. There'll be some beetle play for sure. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some light beetle play. Yeah. Uh, luckily, he gets zapped by a statue and falls apart. Yeah, she she uh, because Anaximenes was a priestess of Isis, uh, and there is an Isis statue in this room, this embalming chamber where where he's taken her. She prays to Isis uh, using her her uh, ancestral priestess powers, and yeah, Isis destroys the scroll, which kills it's like the mummy. it's her yeah, it's her it's her boon, it's, it's her, her like, limit, superpower, it's her limit break, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the movie. It's only like an hour and seventeen minutes. Yeah, it's real. It's real short. Yeah, um, and I, like I said at the beginning, like it almost reminded me of um, a modern horror movie that like gets right to it. Mm-hmm. That's just like let's let's bam, let's do it. Let's horror, cut the let's shit. Go. We're in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's the plot. Do you want to talk about people? Sure. Then let's talk about people. Uh, we got uh, Boris. Yeah, old Boris Karloff, Karloff as the Moomy. Yeah, as the Moomy. Um, like I said, it's weird that he just like talks in English and hangs out. But uh, uh, they, what they mainly, um, what they mainly like use for Boris Karloff, in my opinion, the thing that they're like is their money shot. Is that one close up of his face they keep going back to, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's just staring like a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great shot. It is. It's a great shot. It feels like they spent everything, all their budget, everything on that one shot because they knew, like, we, we like this. We shoot it right. We, we Boris, just stand here for five minutes and stare. Do and the, we're cre- gonna cut the, do the we're creep gonna face cut- you do. Do your ghoul yeah. face. We're going to keep cutting into that. And it was great. It's yeah. a great stare. Mm-hmm. He's a great mummy. He's a good mummy. Yeah. Um. Uh. I have no other notes about the people. Uh. The woman who plays Helen. She. She's good. I mean, she's fine. She's yeah. fine. Uh. That. There's. A, I, I guess it comes down to like, the cast is fine. It has that problem that old things have, mm-hmm. where they're hamming it up. Yeah. And no, uh, nobody's really an identifiable character. Yeah, and like this isn't honestly though. This isn't a thing all old movies have. There are old movies with really good characters and really good performances. Mm-hmm. This felt very much like they were going through the motions. It's it, the movie is entirely plot. Like really, the only character that gets any depth is the mummy himself. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But every everything else is just plot, plot, plot. So. Yep. There's his assistant, who they refer to as the Nubian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked up this actor, uh, Noble Johnson. Yeah, it's it's just a series of names like that. Yeah, like he he has a long career. I'm sure he's a good actor, um, but he was clearly like in this Hollywood system to play racist caricatures. Yeah, and um, he doesn't get to speak in this. Yeah, line. he's at, played at the. It's like the. The bar is so low that the mm-hmm. very least we can say, at least they didn't paint somebody in blackface. That that's the thing, as that's that was my like relief. Yeah, uh, he this motherfucker was born in Missouri. He's played uh, multiple Native Americans. Half of these are called chief. He played, um, he's played uh, uh, like tribal chief. He's played um, Middle Eastern. He's played basically just anytime someone who isn't. Uh, a white dude they needed they just got this guy yeah he was actually the uh the the chief of the skull island natives in king kong yeah 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 um so he has a long and prosperous career doing this um but yeah that that's that's the most dated i'd say part of this movie oh yeah 
besides like i don't know lack of color in the you know in the film mm-hmm. i guess um but uh uh yeah it's they it, it's all it's mostly a bunch of honkies uh i don't think they cast anybody who's egyptian uh oh, hell i mean some of the extras yeah. clearly but some of the extra maybe though that's the thing is that like did maybe they did do a little brown face here i'm not sure um and they're just they're doing their your yeah your standard hollywood acting i'd say like at this time like everybody can kind of picture the cadence and the tone you know yeah the only person who's really doing anything is boris karloff yeah and i i wish <sighs> It, I think I haven't seen too many of these Universal Monster films. Is that kind of how it goes? Because in a way, this is similar to something like a slasher film, where all the secondary characters are just whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're here for the mummy. That's all well, we're here for. I mean, like in Frankenstein, for instance, which also has Karloff as the monster, like the guy who plays Frankenstein is is doing a thing. Like he has, right. the, he has the famous "It's alive." Yeah, I was about to like say, he's, he's also iconic. Yeah, of, he's as doing a, a thing. But so. like for the most part, it is yeah, it's just either Karloff or it's Bela Lugosi. Like the focus is on who's playing the bad guy. Yeah, and that's kind of interesting that they do it that way. But it's weird for the sake of like how they're making a movie because they are still the bad guy. So it's like I want to root for the the good people, uh, and you're giving me very little to work with. Um, Helen is a good, I liked Helen as a character. Um, but even her, she's just like, I'm so rich and I swoon under spells. Yeah. She's at least, she's tired. She's tired of all of these dudes around her telling her what she needs to do. And that's nice. Yes. And I liked that. Um, she has some agency at the end Mm -hmm. or rather the, 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 the spirit inside of her has agency. Uh, so yeah, that's that's something for yeah. sure. Um, you want to get into performance? Yeah, sure. This is where we talk about the quality of the film, the acting, the directing. Um, as I already said, I just found this movie pretty like your standard movie, and I think what did it for me that disappointed me is that beginning sequence is great. Yes. Um the the way they so the way they do this is. It feels modern, um, except mm-hmm. for there's one shot that I was like, you should have gotten rid of that shot. Um, they they have the guy opening the, the cursed chest, and they do a swish pan from him to the mummy, just lying there like a mummy would, and then back to him. So they're like actually setting up the tension with this like quick swish pan. Um, and I expected them to switch back over to show that the mummy's gone. You know what I mean? That would have mm-hmm. been cool. Yeah. Instead, they do a close-up of the mummy, slowly waking up. Mm-hmm. And that's the shot that I wish they had gotten rid of, because the next shot, he's like looking at the um, scrolls and stuff, and they just have the mummy hand come in and like pick up a piece of paper or like touch it. And then the guy turns, he looks, he screams, and it's like a jump scare scream. Like, it startled me. And then he starts laughing, and it pans over just as the mummy leaves the room, so you just see the dressings. Yeah, you see his little feet shuffling out. Yeah, and that was fucking creepy. Had they not done that close-up, in my opinion. Yeah. That one close-up, I think, kind of ruined it. Yeah. You know, but they they had so so many other elements of that scene figured out so well. Yeah, it's just... it's it's so weird to me because all those other shots were perfect. Yeah, I and so I, I I don't yeah f- for sure, and I don't I wouldn't go so far as to say it ruins it, but it definitely undercuts it, it or yeah, under, yeah. undermines it rather. Undermines it. it, yeah, because the all the other shots are feeding the idea of you don't see the mummy mm-hmm. move, and that's really cool. And then had they then cut to Boris Karloff showing up like hello, um, you don't n- immediately say oh that's the mummy i saw his face yeah because also because of the close-up you can tell it's boris karloff so i i i wonder if it's like a studio note or something um maybe i know they put i mean karloff was already a sensation after uh, after the after frankenstein yeah so this movie was very very heavily advertised uh, with as him as the mummy 
So like that surprise is kind of already ruined. Yeah. But like someone go back and watch that scene. I'm sure it's on the YouTubes mm-hmm. uh, and just eliminate that one shot. And it, it really improves that sequence mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. I mean, who am I? Who am I to tell them how to do this? But uh, I don't know. How to make this classic film that we're still talking about almost 100 film. years later. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fucking I wild? Just, this movie is like almost 100 years old. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't like, like that, that at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Um, this, who is it? Uh, who directed this? Carl Freund. Carl Freund. Let me look him up. Oh, he was a cinematographer. Mm-hmm. He filmed Metropolis. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That explains why this is very, yeah, very well shot. I mean, I, I don't have much to say about this because, again, it's very old-timey. It's of, it's of, it's like stuck in its time. Yeah. Um, but that was the one scene that stood out to me as like, this is trailblazing. Like, this is, this is like modern horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's really cool. Like, it's like modern horror, like today horror. You know what I mean? Like, like not not like 70s but like horror like a24 like slow burn type shit that's that's what that reminded me. yeah yeah for sure and I, I really like the idea of not having the mummy like maim this guy in, in the opening scene because that yeah is such a like you expect that to happen like that's oh that's just the beat you go through it's like the cold open of the movie the monster comes alive and murders somebody and it's so much more effective to show somebody just coming apart at seeing that <laughs> yeah and and the mummy just passively leaving because yeah. it doesn't give a fuck it doesn't give a shit yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's a it's a really good sequence it's mm-hmm. it's i i really super liked it I, that's why i was just disappointed that the rest of the film didn't really do that it level. doesn't it doesn't yeah there's there's maybe one other scene when the guard finds him in the in the museum at night that was kind of creepy and yeah they do a lot with the shadows and the lighting and that but a lot of the mummy he just like kills people remotely um and it makes for a creepy idea that's definitely a creepy idea but like it makes it so that he's not again he's not a monster he's not a horror monster no really. not really yeah but there's still even the starts where he the parts where he kills people remotely they don't really present in any extremely scary way i guess i don't know it's it's very weird it's very weird to start with that and then not do that again Mm -hmm. um i mean it was a different time yeah maybe i mean like you said a hundred years ago yeah this like that that opening scene might well have been like the most frightening thing anyone had ever seen before so maybe they're just like we gotta we can't keep hitting people with shit this intense for the entire movie i can't stress enough that the it's frightening now yeah um the swish pan i it made me tense i was like oh fuck you know (laughs) like and there's no music there's no score during that no score quiet he's just sitting there working yeah it just yeah it, it it's um really well done Really well done. Good job, yeah. Mummy. Yeah. Nice work, yeah. Mummy. Nice work, guy who shot Metropolis. Uh-huh. Good job. The you most get iconic the- imagery ever created. <laughs> you get the Dave and Tom seal of <laughs> <approval>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, You want to talk about what this movie means? That's our final section. Purpose. Per- what is the purpose per- of this voice. film? Yep. Not, this isn't- not Dolph voice. Purpose. No. Purpose. Uh, this certainly isn't an art house film. No, that, uh, this movie doesn't. I don't think this movie means anything. It's just supposed to be a horror yarn. Yeah, that's. I guess that's my question. Is we kind of already touched on it. What are the morals of this movie? And the morals feel like it's the problem. It's it's the things we've talked about where it's like it's totally fine. The British are doing this. Like I guess if you wanted to, you just to, gotta watch out for mummies. Ooh. We're doing. Uh, we, like, we're we're yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, mummies. That's I think. Yeah, that's the morality of this film has to do more with omission than with what they're saying. Where it's yeah. it's not recognizing because nobody cared at the time, not recognizing what the British were doing, 
Yeah. Uh, and making them the heroes of this tale. But they're not really. Like they don't no. do they don't do anything. And that's that's what I wanted to say is I think if 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 we do a little bit of the well maybe a lot of the movies work for it, <laughs> but if we do some of the movies work for it, you could draw a thread connecting what happened with Imhotep uh where he was punished egregiously by an archaic system. Uh, and then Helen, who is the same thing is happening to her. She's being kept under house arrest. We learn because she's being treated by Dr. Miller for whatever reason, but she basically has to be kept in Cairo and she doesn't want to be there. She wants to go do stuff, but she, she's surrounded by these fucking doddering old British dudes. Just, just telling her what's, what's good for her and what's best for her all the time. Um, and then she has to, Re- she, I mean, she doesn't reject that, but she has to reject what Imhotep is putting onto her, and like, I'm gonna make you this mummy because this is what I want, and this is the structure of beliefs that I uh, uh, adhere to. So she has to reject that in the same way that Imhotep had to reject yeah. that. Well, Oxidum Moon, like, she's the one who. Yeah, I mean, it's it's both. Rejects it's it. both. Uh, like both spirits are present in her at that. Yeah. Point. There's definitely there's definitely something here about the agency of this woman. Yes. Um because she keeps getting fucking hypnotized. Um had like ha- they I don't think they are aware of it because if they were aware of it the way you'd extend that Well, no. Okay, they have a scene where she says to the the what quote quote fingers hero, that guy she says like she wants to be with him. She actually yeah. has like a monologue where she specifically says, this is what I want. Yeah. And so that implies we're talking about her agency. They just didn't make him appealing. No. But like, he's, imagine he's had they... As a, yeah, as had, a romantic lead. Had, had they made him like a less aggressive weirdo, because that's the thing is at the end you want her to say, you know what? I have two women inside me now. You can both go to hell. I'm leaving. I'm going to go start a small business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to you know, do my gonna, own thing. Yeah, I'm going to do my own fucking thing. That's what. Sh- that's the how that agency should have naturally went. But I do think there's something here where it's the idea of this is a woman who's everybody's telling her what to do, mm-hmm. uh, including this fucking mummy. Yeah. She gets a mummy spell, and then she is able to break free because of her own decision of saying, no, fuck that. Mm-hmm. No mummy. No. Um and that is That's a bad that is, mummy. Yeah, that is in there. Um and I I think it might even have been on purpose because they specifically have her talk about her decisions and her choices. Mm-hmm. So it, it yeah, it super feels like um yeah. And it's just that she chooses to be with an aggressive dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> who tells her that she's pretty like a corpse he saw. Yep. Uh, yeah. You looked like this dead body I wanted to fuck. Yeah. They needed they needed him to be someone that we, we also want to be with. You're right. He, is, he is so unappealing in every... Like, we were introduced to him complaining that he can't take all of these plundered Egyptian artifacts back to Britain with him. And it's like, okay. Right. If the movie was self-aware, like today, that exact character saying all the he'd same be the bad lines guy. Yeah, would be the he'd, bad guy. He'd be the Billy Zane in Titanic character. Yeah. The guy's like, ew, and, you. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's that's what it could have led to, is her being like, you know what? You also suck. Uh, it's what we're doing here sucks. I'm getting the fuck out of here. But yeah, they don't quite make that. It, it They almost set it up, and then they don't do it. Um but I do think the purpose of this, there is a underlying message about agency for this woman. And yeah. This, this, yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a purpose. But uh, it's also just the, like, yeah, mummy's curse. Ooh. Yeah. It's it's mostly mummy's curse. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not, they're not trying, you know, again, it's the mummy. It's, it's the, the mummy. 1930s mummy. Yeah. They're not trying to win any awards here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... This isn't the Green Knight or anything. Yeah, like they're just they're just they're they're just trying to scare us with a stupid mummy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I I I recognize that this is a good film. Um, I it didn't really I didn't really like it ultimately, that's, that, but that's like, fair. But also, like, who gives a shit what I think about the nineteen thirty two 
the mummy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's also yeah. fair. I agree with that. Yeah. It gives a shit yeah. what you think. Yeah, that's like someone being like, eh, I didn't like the Wizard of Oz. And it's like, yeah, well, too bad. Yeah, that's fine. Like, it's it's the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it will continue to be this. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I enjoyed this film. Like like I said, I, I recognize that it has a lot of, a, a lot of its problems are due to the time in which it was made. But uh, in a lot of interesting ways, it's ahead of its time. And yeah. really can't, really can't overstate that opening scene is, is, uh, is, is quite good. It is it, that opening scene is fly, as yeah, the kids it say. It is uh, super fly, in fact. Yeah, really fly scene. Uh, yeah, watch the mummy, and um, yeah, that means n- next time you you see us in this context of this show, we'll be talking about the uh, nineteen ninety nine. Is it ninety yeah, nine? It's ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weiss, Arnold Vosloo. Yeah, as the Emotep. the one you all loved and grew up with. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that so that'll so be good. fun. <laughs> what if we skipped it and just went to the Tom Cruise one? Oh, that would be um, sad. That would make me sad inside yeah. of my heart. <laughs> also, I, I, it's very clear why we don't do the Tom Cruise one because the Mummy in nineteen ninety nine that is a direct remake. That is a re- specifically a remake of this film. Yes, yes. the the ni- Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise one, one is not. The Tom Cruise one is a desperate attempt to be the Avengers, uh, and it is a not a remake of anything. It is, it's barely a film. <laughs> <laughs> I hesitate a, to even call it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's more like a, I don't know, like a moving slideshow of sadness. Uh, I yeah, don't know. It's a PowerPoint presentation of a company in free fall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man all right well that's it that's that's it we're done that's it thank you dr dna thank yeah, you so much thank you so much dr dna we hope you're enjoying these uh and we hope all of you out there are also enjoying these yeah um dave why don't you tell them about our patreon yeah i'll do that we have a patreon patreon.com slash gamefully gamefully unemployed you can go on there you can find exclusive podcasts for just five dollars a month you can listen to fox Mulder is a maniac mm. star trek the next futurama mm. tom and jeff watch batman mm. these are all available on our patreon yeah. if you want to kick in a little more we also watch movies with our patrons every friday night uh so that's a that's an option too there's all sorts of things on there so check it out yeah you can even uh produce special episodes or mini series like this one uh so yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of good stuff it's worth your time worth your perusal if you want to yeah. head on over to that mm. uh we also have a store uh head over to head over to gamefullyunemployed.com where you can find a link to our teespring store where we have all sorts of cool original artwork and designs for all of our shows and you can get those ar- uh, artwork and designs on uh t-shirts mugs stickers posters all kinds of things so check that out yeah ancient scrolls even ancient scrolls god damn yeah yep we should we should do some ancient guaranteed to turn your jizz into mummy dust (laughs) that's the gamefully unemployed the gamefully unemployed guarantee yeah we will sour your jizz desiccated insect eggs that's what you will ejaculate (laughs) from now on all right all right (laughs) bye bye That's not my fault. I'm just stating a fact. This guy changes his own motor oil. That's okay. But trashing it here is not. It's not. Ugh.